0: everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Fat Chat. I'm Laurie Boxer, Weight Number Diet Center. When you look in the mirror, you see your face, your hair, and all your external body parts and lots and lots of skin. But what you don't see is what's going on inside. And if you're overweight or obese, I'm talking about the stuff that can and does kill people. Visceral, toxic fat, ugly, yellow, fat plain and simple and if that is all it would ever be gelatinous and ugly and did nothing more than make you know make us larger and slower and hamper us physically that would be one thing but it's not just ugly it's dangerous and i'm going to count off just some of the ways again what i call the five fat facts that i want everybody to know that i talk about all the time fact number 1 we're going to talk about hormones for a minute Visceral fat produces a form of estrogen called estradiol that converts into testosterone in the body. Therefore, the heavier you are, the more estrogen is in your body. Now, why does this matter? There are three really important points I want to make here. Number one, for women, the more fat you have, the more testosterone you have. That creates a hormonal imbalance in the body, which results in your male hormones playing a more dominant role. That means you will gain weight in a male pattern of obesity. The tire around the middle, the broadness in the upper chest and shoulders, and fat on your back around the bra area. It will also mean male pattern of excessive hair growth, which is called hirsutism. On those parts of your body where hair normally is absent or minimal in females, such as the chin, the upper lip, uh, sideburns, and chest, as well as potential for male pattern... head hair loss or thinning. For younger girls and teens, the issue with pimples is more pronounced, meaning instead of the usual, you know, ordinary occasional breakout or monthly, you know, period pimples, girls uh, will mimic boys with serious acne issues uh, and who tend to break out with deeper pimples or boils on their forehead, chest, and back. Disruption of ovulation, menstrual cycles, leads to insulin resistance, leads to polycystic ovaries, which is the number one cause of infertility in women of childbearing age. Number two, for men... The more fat you have, the more estrogen you also have. And that leads to the estrogen receptors in the male breasts and elsewhere, of course, in the body, are just waiting to receive that estrogen, which gives men those man boobs called Well, Also infertility issues of low sperm count, less fertile sperm, lower motility in the sperm, and increased risk of erectile dysfunction and eventual insulin resistance, which of course leads to diabetes. Number three, estrogen fuels tumor growths. Listen carefully, people. Cancer cells love estrogen. Let me repeat that. Cancer cells love estrogen. And estrogen doesn't care whether you're male or female, young or old. So the more you feed your fat cells, the more you feed those cancer cells. More fat... Equals more aggressive cancer. Fact number two, toxins. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's face it, there are only three ways for toxins to leave our body: through our pee, our poop, and our pores. Now, of course, toxins can also be expelled through the mouth, you know, by you know, by vomiting. But you know, hopefully, uh, that only happens very infrequently and only when we're sick. But again, the normal everyday pathway. Uh, release for toxins is through our pee, our poop, and our pores. However, if you take a look at what a real photo of visceral toxic fat looks like, and of course I have one up on my website or you can just Google for one, you will see that it's a blubber-like yellow orangey sponge. And what do sponges do? That's right. The more visceral fat you have, the more toxins it's soaking up instead of those toxins leaving the body. So try to close your eyes and see all of your vital internal organs, your kidney, liver, lungs, pancreas, heart, just to name a few, all literally surrounded by, enveloped, and marinating in that ugly visceral fat, which is secreting hormones and storing toxins 24-7, every day, every week, every month every year. And all of that leads to your organs being in a chronic state of the I word. And that brings me to fun fat fact number three, inflammation. We all know how it feels and what it looks like when we get a really bad sunburn, okay? It really sucks and it hurts like hell. You know, we see a very red um, and inflamed skin. And of course, depending upon the, the, the degree of the sunburn, We can see and feel blister, and oftentimes it gets pussy and very badly infected. Well, inflammation also applies to your insides. Makes sense, right? So if your vital organs are sitting and marinating in ugly, biles of hormone-producing, toxins-grabbing fat, those organs are chronically inflamed and susceptible to infection. Can your immune system be healthy if your body is inflamed? Can an organ ward off uh, or fight infection if it is inflamed? Like moths to a flame, folks, inflamed organs are like magnets to, you know, rogue cancer cells and disease. Fun fact number four, let's talk about bone health for a minute. Up at my website, again, there's a thermography, which is uh, an image done with heat of two women, one obese at 250 pounds and the other one is slim at 120. And the thermograph shows you the women as you're looking at them from the back. The photo clearly shows the yellow fat immediately under each woman's skin and that's the subcutaneous fat we need. But you can see the difference in the thickness of even that fat between the slim woman and the obese one, but even more dramatic is the visceral toxic yellow fat that the obese woman has internally surrounding her vital organs. Those are the organs that are sitting in and enveloped in hormone-producing toxins-grabbing fat, the fat of heart attacks and strokes and death. If you take a look at the midsection of that obese woman and the size of the intestinal tract and the enormous amount of fat around the waist, that is the fat of gastroesophageal diseases and diabetes. If you look at the obese woman's legs, you will see the hip bones out of alignment. You will see how she has lost so much bone density uh, from her knees to the ankle. You will see how the lower legs and ankles are bowed you know, to compensate for the extra weight, which is why, by the way, so many overweight and obese people walk with a waddle uh, you know, to shift their weight from one ankle to the other. Now, having said all of that, Compare that obese woman's bones to the healthy bone density of the slim woman. It's it's really, it's absolutely shocking, really. This happens for several reasons. Most obvious, of course, is that more weight puts more pressure on your bone structure. But the one I want to address is the role of vitamin D. Vitamin D from sunlight is very important for good bone health, and most especially, of course, in growing children. But But it's also important to understand that vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin, meaning that even if you're out in the sun all day long, the D is being absorbed or sort of sponged up in all those layers of fat. It's literally being stopped by your fat from getting to your bones, The poorer the bone health, the weaker the bones, the less it can support you, the more uh, susceptibility to your slips and falls, fractures and breaks, and obese seniors in particular are 50% more likely to have a fall and nearly 40% more likely to suffer long-term injury as a result, which all too often in very overweight and obese people requires surgery. And that's the last item I want to talk about. The last fat fact for today, number five, surgery. You might wonder why I speak to this issue as frequently as I do. I mean, after all, you might think, how often do people have surgery? Uh, For one thing, obese people have more serious illness requiring surgery. Obese people have more falls and accidents and fractures requiring surgery. And even for a non-emergency surgery, you know, say something elective like plastic surgery of some kind, it only takes one surgical procedure to go wrong and you're dead. I always say the most important person in the o r is the anesthesiologist before surgery can even begin. He or she has to do their job, and some job it is, and it ain't easy, and it takes time. Fat people have fat throats, getting a very overweight or obese person ready for the surgeon is not just a matter of you know turning up the dial on an anesthesia machine to let more you know air out. The anesthesiologist has a much more difficult situation on his or her hands for surgical patients who carry a lot of extra weight. And I address that very specifically and in greater detail in a blog up at my website called Obesity in the OR, a Weighty Problem for Anesthesiologists. Just know that heavier patients need more anesthesia to get them and keep them asleep. And since anesthesia uh, relaxes blood vessels, more anesthesia also means relaxed blood vessels for a longer period of time, which equals more bleeding. Okay, so now you're asleep, and the anesthesiologist is controlling your breathing, has your life in their hands, and the surgeon steps in. You think it's easy for the surgeon to cut through all your fat? Do you understand the surgical skill, the dexterity, the patience, and the time it takes for the surgeon to cut through all your fat in order to get to a bone or an organ or a tumor? Unfortunately, most people don't because they don't see uh, the photo that I've posted up at my website of toxic, visceral, thick, yellow, disgusting fat. Bottom line, when you're obese, and you need any kind of surgical procedure, be it, you know, in a hospital operating room or an operating center at a doctor's office or even in a dentist's office, do not take it lightly. It's serious. So those are the five basic fat facts that I do take the time to go through with each of my clients when I meet them for the first time before I even start talking about my program. Why? because I understand that in order to change your body, you first must change your mind. I have to plant in their minds the visual of what is actually going on inside their bodies. I have to make them understand that while their initial goal was to lose weight so they can get skinny, uh, the more important goal must be to remove fat to get healthy. They, like you, don't see their toxic visceral fat in the mirror. It's my job to make them see. And I hope that I have done that with you today. And that's my fat chat for the week. Please visit LaurieBoxer.com to read blogs, listen to podcasts, get info about programs, services, and fees, answers to frequently asked questions, and follow me on my social sites. Until next time, I'm Lori Boxer, Weight Noma Diet Center. And remember, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels.